Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is your other host and my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. Made you so self-conscious about it. I am extremely self-conscious. You were doing about really it. good, and then you fucked up saying the word "host," and then it was all downhill from there. Because then you were doing well, no, because I knew I started too many too pauses, quickly. and then it I became... just really wanted to enunciate properly. Um, no, you've made me extremely self-conscious about it. And I know I talk quickly, especially... Always. When I'm nervous, when I'm tired, when I'm breathing. Mm-hmm. You're also loud, too. I'm not you, that loud. Do you know when I, like, so this happened earlier today when you called me at work. Like, when you are on the phone, you, like, shout. <sighs> I come from a family. A very loud women with very hard of hearing. <coughs> Excuse mm-hmm. me, I'm talking. I don't need you coughing. I have to cough. There's me. usually a lot of background noise wherever I am. You are immediately raising your voice. I just need to make sure that I'm heard. Samantha, your mouth's the size of the Grand Canyon. I can hear you in Zimbabwe. It's April 19th, 2018. Welcome back to the podcast, Married with Movies. What we do here is we discuss the movies that we watched, randomly selected or nominated back and forth, uh, but we also talk about our lives up front. And This is my life. This is marriage. Is talking Don't yawn. About. Did you just stifle a yawn there? No. Was I had something. I had something in the inner parts of my mouth that I needed my teeth to grate against. Wait. Huh? You come in your mouth? No. Why? What is your problem? It's a callback, man. It's it's a callback. Nobody is at home going, man, I can't wait to listen to Married Movies mm. this week. I love all the jizz talk. Some people probably are. No, nobody. They probably think this is some kind of... Nobody. Por- nobody. They're probably waiting for us to do a porn, porn-esque movie. No, we don't. nobody buys porn. Some people buy porn. Michael Whitten buys porn. <laughs> Uh, oh. When you're hearing this, we are on a boat, and you, you can't get a hold of us, and it's amazing. Hopefully my parents will not burn down my house. Or, or turn kill my, our baby. Or turn, no, not gonna, they won't kill her. Like, I'm just worried they'll come, like, I'll come back, and she'll be like a kangaroo somehow. <laughs> and I'll be like, yeah, it's Jillian. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's Jillian, right? And she's hopping around like she's got another little fucking kangaroo in her pocket. Um... Our air conditioner started to leak. There's still a fucking spot on my ceiling. Hey, let's fucking talk some movies. I'm psyched. Um, you really sounded convincing there. You really have to learn how to separate, you know, work 
mm-hmm. from personal life. Oh, that had nothing to do with work. Yeah, no, this is a job. Are you yawning? No, I was doing my uh, my impression of a mentally challenged person who has gingivitis. <laughs> I'm gonna come up with a different way to describe. Oh shit! I just <laughs> Man, I just took my fucking cards and my fucking lap. They're all in order. Uh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I have a different uh, excuse for every time I am on the podcast. Let's get into it, huh? Um, we're on a boat right now when you're hearing this. But if you remember last week's episode, we watched two movies in one day to make sure you fucking people still had content. So here it is. Please, it's more for you than for them. No. Oh, well, leave deadlines to me. Again, it's a job. Yeah. Was that a yawn again that you were stifled? No, I honestly just had something weird on my tongue. And I was like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> So this week's episode, 16 Candles, was drawn out of the box by me, which means that you read it. I read it? Yeah, read this. All right. All right. The High School Reunion Collection, 16 Candles. It's the time of your life that may last a lifetime. taking you so long? I was swallowing. It's Samantha Baker's Sweet Sixteen, and no one in her family remembers the important occasion. John Hughes, the writer of National Lampoon's Vacation, shows how coming of age can be full of surprises in this warm-hearted teenage comedy starring Molly Ringwald. She's your average teen, enduring creepy freshmen, spoiled siblings, confused parents, and the big blondes on campus who stands between her and the boy of her dreams. But wait, the day isn't over. Yet, this sparkling film features a dynamic score and an outstanding performance by Paul Dooley, Emmy winner Blanche Baker, and Oscar nominee Justin Henry. Who the fuck is who's Justin Henry? What was he fucking nominated for? Um, I don't know, but he's got third. Billing. Oh, Justin Henry. He's um he's the kid from Kramer vs. Kramer, the little the the brother. That's the uh, that's that the, had like. Three minutes. Well, no, like, he wasn't nominated for this. Oh, I was no. like, what? No, 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 no. He was. He's um. He's the child in Kramer versus Kramer. Got it. But in this, he's the annoying little brother. That's the Academy Award nominee in this movie. I mean, there was something wrong with the eighties. We, uh, we could just. So this that. is the third John Hughes movie we've tackled. Well, John Hughes. John Hughes directed. Uh, we did The Breakfast Club, and we did Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Of course, he wrote both those films as well, but he also wrote Home Alone, uh, 1 and 2. I'm not sure if there's anything else. Nothing's ringing a bell off the top of my head. Um, so I think that's about it at the moment. Um, who man. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, you know, hmm. I, I normally try to, like, skirt around and, uh, you know, like have a story up front or, or whatnot, but not for the sake of the fact that it's almost 10.30 at night, the night before my parents get here, and we watched this five days ago, but I didn't like this very much at all. Really? Can I say that? I guess you could say that. I, this is a classic 80s. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm, I love the 80s. This is not one of the classic things about the 80s. This is not good. It's not terrible. I think that this was... It's not good. This was the start of first film. an era. This is his first film he wrote and directed. Yeah. 
Yeah, this is the start of an era, though. This is the start of this high school comedy, coming-of-age, rom-com, girl-wants-guy-wants, girl-wants-nerd Look, I appreciate, I appreciate that it, it tries to be more... Realistic's not the word. More... I in, think realistic in is... In line a... with what people go through. But here's my problem with that, is that it, it like... His films do that, and then there's and then this particularly is still um, over the top and outlandish in in some regards. So like okay. for every awkward flirtation and communication and how awful your parents are and how weird other kids can be, it it just something about it just rang very uh, not authentic to me in this. Um, but then I think you also have to liken it back to what your high school experience was like. Sure, and also it's so, a different time period. Completely Two, different so time. So 20 minutes before, 20, 20 minutes. Yep, 20, 20 minutes years, before, yeah. 20 years before I was in high school, so. Right, and it also, your high school experience was a lot different than any of these characters. Sure. And I think, so like if you, because something John Hughes does very well, I think we talked about this with The Breakfast Club as well, is um, creating these archetypes that students fit into, you know, the, the brainiac, the jock, the, I was looking at that, the brainiac, the, the jock, the nerd, um, you know, the princess, whatever. Mm -hmm. I think that that also rings true here. And I think that you didn't fit into any one of those archetypes when you were in high school because you were this drama nerd that did robotics that that's neither, that's neither here. it has not I'm, I'm not yeah I mean, no it doesn't it, it has nothing to do with me I think it does I think, I think personally so no I just feel it wasn't a very good movie <laughs> I just think it was I think this is overrated okay in that it's 25 years after the effect it does not hold up in any social commentary or 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 racial or sexist means whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you made this movie today, you would have four different fucking demonstrations outside about what goes on in this movie. And people need to go back and watch these things and not accept them because they were a product of their times, and I get that, and I'm normally leaning on it, but for this... It wasn't very good, and I think it's offensive. <laughs> okay. Expound on those. Uh, long duck dong, period, mm -hmm. is just fucking lazy, shitty writing. Okay, um, and I think that that was a, a criticism at the time of this movie. Yeah, was, uh, yeah I think that's the one that so, still was at yeah, the time. I mean, it's not... Yeah, it's not like Jackie Chan in Rush Hour. You know, it's it's different. Well, nobody is. Well, but you know what I mean. Yes. It just... It's there for the sake of having of a ethnic character to laugh at. There's sure. no other way around it. Okay, sure. Um, it's... You know what I loved in this film? All the black people. Um, okay. Something that John Hughes doesn't have in any of his movies. 
ever. And now it's like glaring when you go back and watch it. Yeah, but it, but I don't think that that's saying, oh, that's what makes the movie so bad. No, I'm just something I'm pointing out. The okay, fact that but it's, again, this is part of their times. I know. It doesn't mean that I have to like like them or accept them now. I can be, for, okay, I can be forgiving. I, I don't think that that's a reason to not like a movie. No, I think it's a fair reason when the movie at its core is still, I feel, overrated in that it's not funny it's got a lot of segments that go on too long and i don't necessarily buy into this the hackneyed stalkery fucking romance between two people that couldn't act <laughs> which which we'll get to later on um the whole uh there's no way to say it the date rape that occurs yes like, it's played for comedic effect. And it's somebody that's not, like... It's not to say if she were a out-and-about villain that it would have been acceptable. Of course it's not. But, like, they don't play it to that regard. And then you're supposed to feel sympathy for her, and you're supposed to buy into the fact that... Uh, what's her name? What was the character's name? Uh, Caroline? Yeah, Caroline and Anthony and Michael Hall's geek are going to, like, be fine after that. It was really awkward and cringy to watch. Um, and never mind all of the 25-year-old, totally outdated fucking slurs... Mm-hmm. It's just, it, it's hard for me to, like, accept the fact that people put something on a pedestal and they don't go back and analyze why it's on the pedestal. That's okay. what I'm, that's what I meant to say. We go back and we, we pick apart everything else in society and culture. These should be right in line with it. Let's remember that this, this... Uh, coming of age teenage angst uh, comedy had a lot of really heinous shit happen in it. <laughs> you know what didn't happen in it though? What? That happened in some other quote unquote classic 80s movies. Uh, wolf Rape. That was a consensual, that was consensual sex between a wolf, a werewolf, and a Confederate outfit. And a woman uh-huh. in the back. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Were they both conscious? Uh-huh. Teen Wolf wins. Teen Wolf doesn't win. Teen Wolf wins. Okay. There's nothing that... You're just still remembering this bullshit, fake, jello, naked wrestling stuff that was just two what? people having fun. Yeah, okay. In the middle right. of a party. Okay. Okay. They had the capabilities Bye. of saying no. Sure. Something that... That woman in that car was not able to do. Okay. Rest my case. Sure. All those things aside, mm-hmm. a step off of my soapbox. As a film, I also just didn't fucking dig it compared to other John Hughes movies. It, it didn't catch me, and I, I'd have to get into performances to really expound so get upon into it. it. But, well, no, I don't want to do it now. I, I want to okay. see. So you said it wasn't terrible. Did you enjoy it? 
it's hard to be a product of the 80s and 90s and not and not have this movie be uh one of those movies that you watch and you're like, oh, this is like, especially being a young, young before high school, um, watching it and be like, oh, this is what high school is going to be like. This is, you know, it's just one of those classic movies to me. It Does that mean like the classic movies are perfect and nothing's wrong with them and they wouldn't be changed or you know, if I had criticisms, of course, but it's just one of those classics, and sometimes I feel like the, they're that way for a reason, and yes, there's things that are wrong with them, but it doesn't necessarily stop making it a classic for the reasons why it was a classic. More so what I meant was I feel the reasons why it's a classic are overrated. Just from just from watching it. I didn't feel like... Why? It's got It's got some... It's got... Some great music sure. throughout it. Sure, that's it's just got some great scenes. It's got some great lines of dialogue. It's got things that are iconic in it that that are more um, infiltrated into pop culture. I mean, it it's not, and I think that that's a lot of what John Hughes and this cast and Molly Ringwald and Anthony Michael Hall, the Brat Pack, what they kind of represented in that time. They didn't make the best movies. I I think I talked about this on the Breakfast Club podcast as well. I'm not a huge fan of Molly Ringwald. So, you know, she's also, as an adult, on Riverdale, still not a fan of Oh, really? She's Archie Andrews' mom. Not oh, a fan. Oh, that sucks. Okay, but it doesn't change, right? It doesn't change what that Riverdale and Archie in the sure. comics means to me. See, it does so it's the with same John thing Hughes with stuff, this. Though. The Breakfast Club was fantastic, and I love it. She was the worst part of that movie, but she was bolstered by other people around her and the message behind the story. For this. Her being like the sole focal point of it, mm. it was hard for me to buy into it because I'm literally. Th- this is what I was saying the whole time. John Hughes found this girl who he saw something in, and put her in like all of his like important stuff, and think of how iconic his stuff is, mm-hmm. and think how better it'd be if it was another person that could actually act. Hey, I'm I'm Samantha uh-huh. Canal, and uh, I'd like me? to be in in your generation show. Uh, oh, you're also gonna cast me and Molly and arguably and, Molly Ringwald and John Hughes didn't fuck. She was 15 years old. I don't know what happened. Look, look, already, I wasn't I'm already, there. I'm already tarnishing John Hughes enough on the single and I wasn't there, but um, I just feel like it. It like the whole scene, like, and I mean by that, like, the '80s Brat Pack John Hughes scene from doing this is getting like tampered for me because I'm seeing all these flaws in like decisions, and I'm seeing these flaws in how they're produced, and and for this, it's 
a story of a, a person, of a girl who's going through a lot, I get it, her birthday's forgotten, and it's a, like a series of calamity after calamity after calamity, mm-hmm. and nothing about her, like this budding romance that happened out of nowhere, and you better get your fucking ass in the car and go to your sister's fucking reception on her wedding and not with this random dude to go blow some fucking candles out in the cake you just met and you haven't even really had a fucking conversation with him before and you just trying to convince some other dude to have sex with his girlfriend last night we paid money it's $50 a plate you're going to your sister's fucking wedding ceremony but that diatribe aside I'm glad I remember that that really pissed me off um is I lost my point. <laughs> you know what really pisses me off? What? When people who have never been 16-year-old girls try to tell me and others how 16-year-old girls should react and act in situations. That's really what pisses me off. Right? Fair. Right? Isn't that, like, the thing now? If you're not a part of that and you don't know what it's like to be in that situation you don't know what it's like to get your period how dare you tell me how i should feel when i get my period did she have a period in this no i'm just saying <laughs> all right i'm referring to that i'm just saying you don't know what it's like to be a 16 year old girl mm-hmm. and have your family forget your birthday did your mother forget your birthday uh i've had family members of mine forget my birthday well, it's christmas eve so they're allowed N- no, they're not. It's one of the easiest birthdays to remember. <laughs> it's not okay to forget my birthday, especially because my family's Jewish. We don't celebrate Christmas, okay? okay? But from a 16-year-old girl's perspective, I'm 16. Mm-hmm. I've got this major crush on this senior mm-hmm. who I feel like doesn't notice me. My older sister, who I don't really get along with because she's a little bit of a cunt, is getting married the day after my birthday. For whatever reason. For whatever reason. Oh, let's pick a day to get married. Oh, my sister's birthday is on the 15th. Let's get married on the 16th. Overshadow her. Again, that whole sequence of her being, like, doped up Mm -hmm. Mm because she was on her period and, like, needed, like, muscle relaxers and, like, her somehow. Like, it's so out of place and so, like, slapsticky for what this movie was supposed to be. Again, just, like... Like, that fucking was not good. It wasn't entertaining in the slightest. I think... Continue. Um, yeah, so, so so don't say how this girl needs to behave. Don't say how this perspective of this movie should be. To be quite honest with you, it, it could have been a lot better if John Hughes hadn't been the one to write it. Because John Hughes has never been a 16-year-old girl. And all the research I did, I had not seen that fact. So... Oh, you, let me give you the website. I missed, I missed that, that little tidbit there. Mm-hmm. But, you know... I think without having experienced it, he did a fair job. And also, Molly Ringwald was 16 when, like, she was legitimately this age, which sure. is rare. And Very I feel like rare. she legitimately wasn't a convincing 16-year-old while being a 16-year-old. Sure, fine, but, but I, fe- I do feel like it... I just feel like it was able to capture how a lot of 16-year-olds feel. Especially in this situation. You know, there's always the people that you... I mean, you you know what that's like, right? Being in high school and having a crush on someone and then not liking you back. And you don't know that. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, did you... You have that? No, no, no. She Happen? liked me back. I just... Oh. Yeah. How, how'd that go? Hmm? Oh, she liked you back. So then... So, so it would have been like the end of the movie when 
you know, you guys liked each other. Yeah, but the, yeah, but but uh, you were fucking someone else at the time, right? No, no. Well, that was much. No, the, you, what? you got this whole story wrong. Oh, tell me about it. No, I'm okay. What was your high school experience like? Huh? Not like this. Uh, so it's not that fucking accurate. Um, <laughs> is what I'm saying. My point exactly. I, you I, have no way to relate to just, it. Did nothing for me. It honestly did nothing for me. I and which was a letdown. I, I feel like I've seen this before. Maybe I was thinking of Pretty in Pink. I don't know. I just like John Cryer. Um, you were probably thinking of Pretty in Pink. It just did nothing for me. It had scene after scene. Like I talked about like her walking down the aisle. And like it had all these like side characters and like side like segments. Like, I didn't see Joan Cusack with a fucking mouth guard struggling to drink water and shit. I didn't need to Joan, see... Joan, that was Joan Cusack. Who did I say? You said John Cusack. Man, they all look alike. All <laughs> them Cusacks. I didn't see John Cusack and some character named Wheeze. Like, do... All right, they were, they were really bad. Wheeze Nixon. <laughs> Nerdy Nixon. <laughs> I'm thinking of, like, Fish um, Nixon with glasses on. Also, I'm thinking of Pauly Shore playing Nixon, because remember, like, Pauly Shore's like, chilling with the Wheeze, I man. Hate That's Shore. what this movie needed was Pauly Shore. Like, if you make this movie in 1992 and you have Pauly Shore as the love interest, then I'm in. Hey, Samantha, you want to have 16 candles blown out, brah? That was the worst. Polly Shore's nipples could do better than what I just did. Yeah. Another thing was like, God, just, I can't deal with any more Samanthas. That just took me right out of it. Did it really? Kidding. I'm just trying to rile you up again. No, that's fine. You, I mean, you can. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't mind. That's, that's how Samanthas are. I, I don't know what to tell you. Stuff I did like. Stuff I will tell you I did like. I did like the family dynamic. I felt like the family dynamic was fine. That, to me, rang more true than the high school dynamic. Of the insanity of being... like That, that I do remember. And, and that just rang true. I wanted to see more of that. Like the interactions with like the grandparents coming in. And also, but also, on the same token, like kind of a through line of John Hughes movies is like, not parents suck... Well, they like again. You have to get to people, especially teenagers, by like saying, you know, how your parents just don't understand you, man, and like blah 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 blah. But this is like the only one that, like, at least to my recollection, that we actually had like a parent care and have a good conversation with their child. Like, if you think of the Breakfast Club, that doesn't happen. Uh, I, again, I'm forgetting Pretty in Pink at the moment, but I, you know, I I don't specifically. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, his parents are fucking boobs. Um, so for this, the scene with, like, Paul Dooley and Molly Ringwald where, like, she actually tells him his problems and he gives her advice and they listen. I was like, that was a nice change of pace from what I'm used to in these movies. Sure. Um, but again, you, oh, you're in love with this boy? How many sentences has this boy spoken to you? It's not, all, it's not always about... It that. is. It's about it's about getting to know somebody. Not when happens. you're not when you're fucking fifteen years old. It's not. It's not. I I I didn't like people just for looks. I hate to tell you. Really? Yes. You really want to go there? You really want to mm-hmm. start that conversation oh, on a, this show? Oh, we had a great back and forth. Really? And forth. Yeah, we did absolutely. Yeah, we tell did. me about it. Mm-hmm. What did you know about her? No, everything. Like what? Motherfucker, I don't remember how to fix the air conditioner that you yelled at me for eight months ago. With those instructions. You think I remember shit about somebody 20 years ago? Yes. No, I was more like 15. Yeah, I know. I just want to talk about it. 
Um, That's been all for this marriage, <laughs> folks. Uh, catch us next time when we have different co-hosts on here. Ooh, uh, that'd be a really good like. Yeah, no, we're not swingers. Prank. No, we're not swingers. No, 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 we're swingers. We don't, we'll get a divorce and we'll start fucking other people. But we keep the podcast going, and each week you don't know which couple it's going to be. Divorce mm-hmm. with movies. We'll split the movies right down the middle, and then you know. I'll get the Blu-rays. Well, no, we split them evenly. I'll like, get the Blu-rays. We just take the cards. We don't even know what we pick. We just take the cards, count them out like the Beanie Babies. <laughs> like, you get ten cards, I get ten cards. And then whatever happens, happens. And who would be your co-host? <laughs> um, oh, sorry. It's a married name. Um, that's the only one that could have been worse. <laughs> is it? Really? What did, uh, what did you specifically... All right, so I've talked about what I liked. What did you not like about the movie? Because you've talked about what you have liked, all the quote-unquote iconic lines and moments and whatnot. Uh-huh. What did you actually not like about the movie? Probably discussing it with you the last 28 <laughs> minutes is probably my least honestly, favorite honestly, part. Honestly, while we're sitting here, I thought we were going to be in line with this. I thought, like... There was a general, like, man, this is a kind of underwhelming consensus, but I mean, I guess it's not. not well, I think, I think the first time I saw this movie, I was... 16? Younger. Younger. I, I, I don't even know. Younger than 16. I don't even think I was in high school yet. I was in middle school. Why is that weird? No, I just weird. Like I. Why is that weird? It came out in the what, nineteen eighty four? No, I, I was born in eighty six. I mean. No, I meant like like watching it, in, in middle school and like trying to connect to to the stuff because you're you weren't there yet. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Um, but I wanted weird. to be there. Also, it's always weird to see a movie in nineteen eighty four before the PG thirteen rating hit when like. And then you, tits hanging out. There's like four f words and like f- tits, which I was like, hold on, they're in high school. Like, am I committing a felony right now? <laughs> but it was a body double, so it's all fine. But it's still like the the implications of yeah, it. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. you're going to jail. Weird. Um, I'm gonna call it. Uh, maybe Johnny Hughes was Johnny. You're just a big old pervert. Yeah. A racist pervert. Yep. Mm-hmm. The reason I brought up the thing earlier, by the way, is like they're in a fake town in Illinois. Like there ain't no town in Illinois that doesn't have. A large contingent. That, I mean, that have you been to every town in Illinois? No, but I'm just saying. North, like, south, but east, west. It's very mid. much a part of, because it's heavily implied that Shermer is Chicago. That you go, like, it's Chicago for the for, you know for all intents and purposes. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like you can tell that story without all of Chicago. That's all. Um... There's something else I was going to mention about likes and not likes. Well, I think that that dude that was doing the pull-ups, he's not 16. <laughs> he's not even 18. He's 47. You know okay? who that guy was? I didn't like that. You know who that guy was? Uh, that was uh, the other bounty hunter from Suburban Commando. Yeah. Not the Undertaker. Exactly. The other guy. Exactly. Not, you're a dead man, Ramsey. Exactly. The other dude. Tony Longo is his name. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Also, what I didn't you like... You held back. Yeah. 12 times. I also didn't like... Math is hard. I also don't like how whenever there was a school dance, I had to go out, I had to get a new fucking dress, mm-hmm. 
high heeled shoes that I didn't even know how to walk in. I still don't know. I still don't know how to walk in them. Do makeup that I no one ever taught me how to do. I teach myself how to do my makeup, which is why my makeup's always all fucked up. Get get my hair done. I do all this stuff. Look good because I had to, you know, blend in with all the other people in my high school. These people showing up to this dance in fucking pajama pants and shit. Why wasn't I well, born never... earlier so I could go to high school in the 80s? God, if you could have gone to high school in pajamas, you would have... I would have been the queen of the school. <laughs> you would have been in... You would have had a lunch with the guidance counselor every day. They would have been like, this girl's got problems. No, because everybody else was doing it. They went to a school dance that came up out of nowhere, by they, the way. Everyone... The school dance <laughs> in their regular clothes. Nobody, Three people dressed up for it. Uh, what? I mean, Something else really? I like out of the movie, the fact... This is supposed to be over the course of, like, a day. And, like, the timeline in this movie makes less sense than the Terminator franchise. Like, like what time was the dance? Five o'clock? Well, I guess high school got out of what? Because, like, they were, like they, were at, they were at the, uh, they were at the dinner, like, the, like, the rehearsal dinner. And then the party must have started, like, at, like, 8 p.m., or something, because then yeah. the whole thing was... How, like, how old was the drinking age in 84? Was huh? it 18? Uh, five. Five. Uh, yeah, you yeah. started kindergarten, they just handed you alcohol. Cool. Well, because obviously they're obviously they're drinking under age. But are they? Yes. They well, are. some of them are. But well, like, it's hard to tell because there are some... Yeah, because there's a mix know. of like Molly Ringwald and the other dude are obviously like 15 and 16. Anthony Michael Hall. Mm-hmm. But then like, uh, what's his face? Uh, what was the, the heartthrob's real name? Uh, Zach Morris or something. Uh, yes, Zach Morris. AC Slater. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The actor. Blaine Richards. Or... Jake Ryan. That's his name. Yeah, Jake Ryan. Uh, uh, shout out to all you Tom Clancy fans out there. Um, like that motherfucker was probably what twenty four. He was born in nineteen sixty. So yes, twenty four. Oh, I nailed it. <laughs> like, it's just weird. So wait, yeah. and they, like they kiss at the end. It's a twenty four year old kissing a fifteen year old at the end of the movie. Okay, they're acting, but <laughs> but you you make it out like the people who play high school kids now aren't in their twenties and thirties. That's that's the norm. but they have the mindset to not cast an actual teenager as the opposite romantic lead. Look, they was, do what they want. Was Zac Efron fucking making out with uh, I don't know uh, Maya Rudolph and anything what? in the High School Musical? No, that's just weird. That's all I'm saying, man. It's all just weird. Let me look through the plot real quick to see if I miss anything. Uh, yeah, not, not really. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donger, God, that's oh, okay. That's the only. And you talk about like iconic like scenes and lines and stuff. So I forgot. They forgot my fucking birthday is, of course, one. But the only thing I ever remember is the fucking underwear scene. Mm-hmm. That's it. And the shot of them sitting with yeah. this cheap-ass cake in this... Well, it was made out of cardboard. Oh. It was made out of cardboard. They couldn't have a real a real cake. They would have had to have, like, 40 real cakes. Well, no, I meant, but it's implied that it's a real cake. Oh, yeah, That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, it's, like, it's supposed to be a real cake, but... Yeah. Um, look... It, I mean, yes. Okay. 
Like wear you down? Well, no. I mean, you're not going to make me budge from the fact that it's still a classic and, you know, pre-pupescent. Is that the word? How do you say it? Titler? Titler. Pre-pubescent. Pre-pubescent. Everyone missed the five seconds of your lips trying to get your... You have to say that one more time. Pre-pubescent. Pre-pubescent. Why do you have to like struggle so much? Pre-pubescent. I can't say it. I have an issue saying it. Pre-pubescent. I used to stick my tongue out when I said the letter L when I was a baby. Which Jillian is starting to do. So I'm very happy about that. Um, Pre... Look, before I got my period and became a woman, this was... Like, you know, you can't tell, you can't tell young girls that this isn't a class to you look up to. Before you know? your boobs came in and your grandmother started touching them? That's because it happens oh, in the okay. movie. Oh, okay, I thought I you were saying. talking about my No, no, like, I know no. your grandmother, that takes too much effort. She wouldn't have and, done that. And my boobs still haven't come in. They, I'm not even going to go there, that's a podcast for another podcast. Um, <laughs> but... Like I said, I like the family dynamic of yeah. things. Like they but were those those were fine yeah, caricatures of and then the over dramatics and everything. Yeah. That is the world that I live in. You have to remember, <laughs> aren't you? I mean, don't you know that by now? Mm-hmm. I take everything to the hundredth level, and that's I think what this movie did. You saying you take everything to the hundredth level was the best example of it. You could just gone the nth degree, but no, the hundredth level. Well, yeah, I want to make sure that. That it's points across. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I I don't just I'm not vague. I'm I'm specific in my responses. Like you were about who you'd replace me with. Um, I never said replace you with them. I'm just yes, saying. Yes, you did. You said you were gonna get a divorce from me and put this other person on the show. Oh no, you were the one that was saying that the marriage was over well, and yeah. that we were gonna start two separate shows. No, I, I didn't just, say that. You I was just that. brainstorming ideas. Uh-huh. I gotta be prepared. You gotta keep. We have a contract. You gotta keep it going. Uh, Are M- we adding that person to the list? MVP and MVP. They weren't in films. That's only a film list or television. They have to be an actual star. Oh, no. weren't they star of some high school? High school performances. Yes, they were, but they never made it to stage or screen. That like of any note. Look. I just added Alf to the list, all right? It's gotta, gotta get, you can't add people to the list every week, all right? By the way, Alf Nixon. Um, just eating a cat. I am not a crook. Ha! Hey, how's it going? Alf again. It didn't work the first time. It's not going to work this time. I know. MVP, LVP. Where do you want to start? I know my MVP. Anthony Michael Hall is the MVP. Anthony Michael Hall is the MVP of the movie. Yes, I mean, he, he's... He is, this is the same... I've, I've avoided talking about him the entire time. If it wasn't for him, I would be even harsher on this movie. But he kills it. He does, and I think he does... I think he's given a lot to work with in terms of he interacts with all the Everybody, other characters. Yeah. And I think that that's really great because it does show a lot of his range and how he kind of changes when he's like with the nerds, when he's with Jake, when he's with Samantha, when he's with Caroline. Like, you know, like he changes, personality changes, and I think he really just epitomizes that nerd in high school kind of. of he has great comedic thing. timing. Mm-hmm. Um, he 
is sympathetic. He's funny. Yeah. Uh, he's charismatic. He has a great demeanor about him. He I, steals every scene that he's in. I wanted to see more of him. Yeah, like that's every time he pops up, like MVP. like he would be the one that like I was like fuck that scene stuck. Okay, good. Anthony Michael Hall's in this. Uh, that's his second MVP. A weird two timer. He was MVP. Really? He was MVP for the Breakfast Club. I mean, um, he's, he's really good. It's crazy to think, like... I doubt he's going to be MVP for anything else. He should have been... A bigger star? Like, he got pigeonholed as, like, the son and the younger brother and the nerd and stuff. And then I, he was on SNL in a time when SNL was in shambles. I think that it, like, he was on, like, the same cast as, as Joan Cusack and Robert Downey Jr. And wow. it's like, how did that not work? Oh, because they didn't have Lauren Michaels at the time. Um, and let's say, like, he didn't end up having a good career. He had a career resurgence in, like, the 90s and the 2000s. But not doing stuff. this kind yeah, of role, he which he's so good. I became an action-y... Yeah, he was in, like, the dead zone and stuff of, like that. yeah. But, like, this, like, he was just so awesome. So, I yeah, mean, so congrats I, to him. I think, I think, I know he, he wasn't in Pretty in Pink, and he wasn't in, um... Well, he was in Vacation. Right, but he he turned down um, a couple of movies. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Pretty in Pink. He turned down roles in those because he didn't want to get typecast. Bro, smoke him if you got him. Who would he have been in Ferris Bueller's Day Off? He wouldn't have been Cameron, would he have been? I think so. I can't see anybody but Alan Ruck being Cameron. But I think he would have been the good. I mean, yeah. He could have been Ferris, but... Hmm, interesting. Uh, Who... Is not MVP, but who is also not the LVP? Like I mentioned earlier, I like pretty much all the family members. I like Paul Dooley specically. Um, he's been a good yeah, character he was, actor. He was good. Good character actor for many years. The um, sister I could have done without, man. She yeah, I, I think eh, there's worse than eh. her. But like the grandparents, uh, Billy Bird is funny to see her. Like that sweet little grandma. We've seen her in a couple things. Kind of like didn't do anything bad, but just kind of like in this world is kind of funny, answering mm-hmm. the calls and and whatnot. Um, the Cusacks? Yeah, I mean, the Cusacks, I, I mean, mean, I shit on Joan a little bit earlier, but John doesn't do a lot. Same thing with Wheeze. They're just kind of there to be like... sucked, though. They're there to be, um, yeah, just the nerdy, foil. back yeah. and forth. Bum, 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 Bryce and Wheeze. Uh, my buddy Bryce. <laughs> and his buddy Wheeze. My, uh, no, no, never mind. There's no alliteration there. Uh, for as much as I shit on Long Duck Dong as a character, I'm not going to punish Getty Watanabe for doing it, because... It wasn't his... He does his fine action. doing that character. With what he's he given. He makes great facial expressions. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, he's the right amount of over-the-top for beat. I don't want to hear him talk about yanking his wanky and, uh, what's happened in hot stuff. Like, all that stuff. He did his job. I'm not going to fault him for it. Uh... LVP. I don't think you can make it Molly Ringwald. Like... Why not? I don't think she's good at... I don't think I've ever liked her in anything. But I don't think she was bad enough that I would put all of my misgivings on her. Um, I also didn't like... I really didn't like the guy who plays Jake Ryan. You know what? I liked Molly Ringwald in... Hmm. When we went on that Norwegian, yeah. When we went on that Norwegian cruise oh, line, oh yeah, who played that the girl? The girl who played that girl on my her, list. Yeah, that girl was. Excuse me. 
Did you fuck her when we were on that cruise? No, I didn't. She was like jelly a little bit though. <laughs> I'm so glad that when you're hearing this, it's actually the day before our five year wedding anniversary. <laughs> we made it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was a good Molly Ringwald. Not, uh, not actual Molly Ringwald. Um, there was somebody else I wanted to point out that was not great. Oh, I know I want to shout out. Fucking Zelda Rubenstein. Carol Ann, don't go into the light. Fucking poltergeist lady. She's the organist. Um, I would personally go with Michael Shuffling, Jake Ryan. Also, like, the woman that played Caroline, Haviland Morris. That's just because I didn't like... I didn't like that character. The character, and I didn't like everything that was done to her and what she was a part of. Um, the the sister and the brother were annoying. The fact that th- that kid has a, an Oscar nomination is just an insanity. Because he's the typical shithead little brother saying everything that's offensive uh-huh. and uh, negative. And normally, like, that character gets... Like, Buzz gets a chance to be like, Good job, Kevin. Like, that kid, like, might as well, like, walk that out. It's like, oh, it was your birthday yesterday? Oh, let me fart on your face, toots. That's like, what brothers do to their sisters, I guess. Oh, God, no. Okay, it's fine. We're not having another kid. Julie's an only child, officially. You heard it here first, folks. Um, okay. I'm kidding. Oh, I just saw how sad you got. I don't want a shitty little brother to treat her like crap. That's going to be sad. She's not going to take shit from anybody, she's please. To fart on him right back. If she's my daughter, yeah. Um, like the was the worst time of your life having to share a living space with me and Rich. Yeah, yeah, farting is just awful, and like, people shouldn't do it. I don't. Well, yeah, because you can't. Every I can. I really enjoy. You, you fart in your sleep a lot. I know, actually. and every now and then I'm like I'm kind of awake for it, and it happens, and just I giggle like quietly. You're I'm just so like, weird. I'm just like, oh look what I did. Why can't you just be like a normal person, like Rich and I, and just fart whenever shit you want to fart? My goddamn pants. That's why. There's something wrong with you. There is. Who? We, what are we doing here? LVP. Oh, uh, I. I mean, I. Fine with whichever one of those three you want to make it. It's. I think Molly Ringwald, for someone who had, like, my favorite part was her saying they forgot my fucking birthday, that she did, because Molly Ringwald tends to have the same reactions to everything, and, and, but then, like, like, somebody says nothing nice to her, like, in the car, like, in the car scene in the garage, or whatever the fuck that was, when, like, they're kind of, like, understanding each other. She always has, like, that little, like, look on her face. It's like, oh, I get it now. Or, okay. Like, she's very, she doesn't have a lot of fucking tools in her fucking toolbox. But, but, you know. I'm just thinking of him, like, like, talking to Anthony Michael Hall in, like, the kitchen about, like, yeah, like, I can go up and do whatever I want to, man, you know. And, like, his shitty phone calls of the grandparents. Like, he just, for that character should have been a fucking saint and I should have seen like the decency in him and I should have wanted to root for her to get him. Yeah. And every time I saw him I'm like this guy's a putz. Yeah. It was okay. from the way that I saw him portrayed so that's what we're going with. 
Michael Schofling. Yep. So Molly Ringwald gets a reprieve from joining the two-timers list. Cool. Anything else on 16 Candles? How was your 16th birthday? I had a big sweet 16 party. Uh, We're going to have to do one for Jillian, right? Probably, because she's not going to get bat mitzvah. Because none of the women in our family are. That's why I had a sweet 16 party. Um, I, as you said already on this show, my birthday is Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. I've never had a birthday party on or around my birthday. It's always uh, after the holidays and everything. Even though most of my friends were Jewish, I'm not really sure why that happened. But I usually always have my parties in um, January. I had like two parties. My sweet 16 was one of them, and it was going to be this pool party, because, you know, I'm from North Miami, Florida, born and raised, this big sweet 16 party with a DJ and a cake. It was a beautiful cake, I remember. My mom got it. Roses, like a one and a six, and it was all pink roses. It was so beautiful. Um, my friend Alexa helped plan it, and it was great. I invited all you know all of my friends and stuff, and there was like a barbecue outside. They made burgers and hot dogs and everything like that. Um, it was at my grandmother's club. It was at the the pool, and it was the coldest day of the year, the coldest day of the year. Everyone's in sweatshirts. Nobody's going in the pool. It was that. So we were just like. We run in and outside, and we, uh... Oh, and poor Jillian's is always going to be around Thanksgiving, yeah, too. Mm -hmm, yeah, And there is, yeah, and I mean, and it was, it was fun, but, you know, I think I've said on the show before, I hated high school, <laughs> and I hated, times. you know, I hated all that kind of stuff because yeah. I wasn't as secure in myself as I am now, obviously. Pretty secure in, in myself, and I don't really give a fuck what other people think of me, which is why I do a podcast for everyone to listen to. Mm -hmm. um, Rate, review, subscribe, Apple, Stitcher, Google. I was not like that when I was sure in middle school and high school and everything. I was really insecure, so I did a lot to try to fit in and stuff. And uh, God, high school yeah. kids are the fucking worst. Let's just... We're going to homeschool her. Just keep her in that room. Okay. Starting tomorrow. Until she's 18. Okay. Then we'll let her start going out once a week. Are you, God knows we have enough movies and stuff. Okay, well, we'll, we'll see. Just worried about it. I just don't want her to... Don't worry, me. she's I don't want her to fine. bring Jake Ryan home. And she I not. definitely don't want her not going to her siblings' fucking wedding dinner. You just have to deal with the goddamn awful ceremony and her stumbling around like she's fucking River Phoenix. You, but you're going to come and eat. $50 a head. Well, and it's the 80s. You know they had a band and not a stupid-ass DJ. We're not going to forget Jillian's birthday, so it's fine. Never. Let's score 16 candles. Uh, I drew it. I start. Man, I've, I've talked a lot about, yes, you have. about this movie. Um, I didn't like it. I didn't enjoy it. I, I'm not going to go super low because I... I I, I can recognize from Anthony and Michael Hall and the soundtrack and some of it, how it resonates. But ultimately, I didn't enjoy it. I'm going with a four. Really? I told you I didn't like it. Wow, I didn't know it was that bad. I'm going with a four. Wow, my, my score's a little different. I was going to yeah. go with a, a seven, and that was okay. me being 
on the lower side because, you know, it's one of those movies I feel like I could just put on and zone out. I think we talked about this last week. Just not having to think about it. Um, it's familiar because it's that high school experience at, you know, mm-hmm. being 16, what that is, what that means, and everything like that. So, yeah. So, uh, so it's going to get a five and a half. I think that's a... I drag it down a little bit. Yeah, I mean, but I think that, that that's fair. So. Sure. All right. Well, cool. Four, seven, five and a half. Reaching that box, so we're on what the cruise. Are we look, what are we hoping for? <sighs> Something my mother won't make comments throughout. Do, do we have a silent movie in here? Oh no, she'll definitely make comments. She'll add dialogue. <laughs> I'm gonna piss myself. I know it. What is it? Don't build it up, because I don't want to... I'm going to fucking kill myself. What is it? I'm going to have to watch this movie with you and with your mom. What is it? Ernest Rides Again. (laughs) Yeah! Ernest is back, baby! Now, we have to do... We have to consult uh, Rich Camelucci's uh, review about the Ernest Cinematic Universe. My phone died. Can I borrow your phone? My phone's about to die. Shit. I have uh, I'm pretty percent. sure that Rich agreed that we can watch all the Ernest movies individually because the Ernest Cinematic Universe yeah. does not... Alright, so cool. Ernest Rides Again. So that means E.T. But, will be our next but episode. But should we consult him about all the other universes that exist? <gasps> that one's really bad. <laughs> that one's... This one's real bad. Of all the Ernest movies... Mom. It's about, like, a cannon. <laughs> like, I'm not kidding. Like, there's, like, like him and, like, some of the dude, like... Let's take it on the boat with us. No. I'm not... I don't want to get... I don't want to explain it. <laughs> it's also part of a pack, so then we're going to get tempted to watch the other ones. Um, we're not going to get tempted to watch anything. <sighs> Ernest Rides Again. Oh, our second Ernest movie. Will Jim Varney get his elusive MVP? No. Find out. Very soon. All right. Spoiler. Starts with an N. Ends with an O. It's a no. Ernest Rides Again. Coming up soon. Oh, my dad will get a kick out of it. Yeah, we're going to have to watch Ernest Rides Again. So that'll be, that'll be fun. Fantastic. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Married with Movies. We encourage you, as always, go to arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and the other ones in our network of shows. Support by going to patreon.com slash arcadeaudio for bonus episodes and content including our awards for 2016. You can vote at arcadeaudio.net slash the mullets. I checked it the other day. Got a lot of ties going on at the moment. Still got plenty of time to vote, but stuff is beginning to move in a variety of ways. Uh, I mentioned earlier, Apple, Stitcher, and Google to subscribe, rate, and review at MarriedWMovies on Twitter, Facebook.com slash MarriedWithMovies, and MarriedWithMovies at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the show. Let me know if I'm wrong about 16 Candles and everything else I talked about in this episode. Don't think I am, but still, you can let me know. I'll tell you, go fuck yourself. Anything else? No. Man, you're ready to get in an argument as soon as we end this podcast, aren't you? I don't need to wait for it to be over. Isn't that what we were doing this whole time? I was kidding. I about love what? you. What were you kidding? Why do you so sound so insincere when you say that? That's nothing insincere about it all. I've never been insincere saying that. I Same. love you. I love you. And? And that show's over. Yes, and? Oh, you finally learned how to do improv. That's good. Mm. <laughs> Poor mullet.
This is mullet. Signing up for the next episode of Mary Movies. I will catch you buried six feet underground. Oh, no, I'm throwing you overboard. Uh, this is the last episode. Oh, man, the last movie I ever watched was 16 Candles. That sucks. That's appropriate. Well, I'm watching Ernest Spreads again tonight. <laughs> Call me. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.